Hello, and welcome to a couple of crickets podcast. I am Little Box, and I am a cricket. I am Goodell. I am also a cricket. And on today's episode, we will be talking entirely about our favorite types of hats. My first, my personal favorite type of hat is the beanie. I find that it controls my hair very well and always seems to complement my outfit in just the right way. How about yourself, Little Box? What's your favorite kind of hat? I have nothing to say on this matter. All right. Uh, in that case... All right, well, that was episode three. Okay, all right, see you later. Thank you guys right. for listening. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're only at, like, two minutes in. We're probably oh, going to need something else to talk about for this entire episode. Yeah. Well, hey, we made it episode three. How about that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Certainly um, yes. not not, not from uh, a lack of trying to uh, wake me up every day on your part. <laughs> uh, it's all right. I need my morning juice as well. Trademark. <laughs> um, in, in podcast news, we are on Spotify now. Yeah, yep. That's exciting. We are exciting. able to have our sweet, seductive voices be heard by the masses on Spotify. Well, certainly one of our seductive voices. The other one is uh, disgusting. I'm not going to say which, but oh, I, I think I think we both know who you're referring to, Goodell. <laughs> I think we both know who you're talking about. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about Jim. Jim. Oh, he's got the worst voice I've ever heard in my life. Nothing. Nothing's wrong with Jim's voice. I don't know what you're talking about. Jim's Listen. a cool guy. Hey, Jim, I know you're listening right now, and I am talking about you. No, Jim. Jim, don't listen to Goodell. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Jim, you have a sweet, seductive voice that calms down even the most stressed out of people. I don't know what you're talking about, Goodell. I don't even know if I can co-host a podcast with you anymore. Because uh, come on, it's all it's all jokes. It's all in good fun, Jim. Jim, 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 Jim knows that he's got a wonderful voice. Jim is the Kenny G of voices. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So yeah, for real though, this week we're gonna be doing basically pretty close to the same kind of thing we were doing last week, talking about a variety of topics. Uh, probably covering some of the same topics and for the first topic that we're going to go on I think we should do our Newgrounds spotlights just stuff that we saw on Newgrounds of the last week or or you know whatever just stuff on Newgrounds that we like that we would like to put a spotlight on for a little bit yes indeedy so I don't think there are too many other podcasts or any podcasts at all really that do these kind of things Newgrounds spotlights at least well see I've seen most people talk about YouTube or the, the Twitter, but no one talks about the Newgrounds. Well, I, I have seen podcasts on Newgrounds that do talk about Newgrounds, but um, not necessarily in the same you know, we're, sort of we're, way. We're not on Newgrounds, are we? We don't, we don't upload these to Newgrounds. We upload these to YouTube, and then we talk about Newgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> we might want to start doing that, maybe. Let's well, let's see what, what happens. Yeah. All right, so Newground Spotlights, what you got? What did you like this week? Alrighty, so out of everything that was uploaded to Newgrounds this week, two videos caught my eye. The first one was called, uh, I'm looking through my favorites right now, Hey Buddy, hey made buddy. by Mr. Joey Prosser. Yeah, it's very, in my faves too. It, it was a very good one, and it didn't make it into the top five. It was front-paged, but it didn't make it into the top five. And that's really a shame, because I feel like this was a really funny movie it was very david firth influenced very um very much so but it had some of the best quotes i think i've heard on any newgrounds video in I'm, particular I'm, I'm coming for you with my degree with my degree 
<laughs> yeah, that's just great. That's a great quote. I, yeah. I'm gonna use that forever. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Um, I do understand uh, why it got the score that it got, and I think it's sort of twofold. Uh, on one hand, it's the animation. I mean, the drawings are really good, but the animation is uh, it's used very sparingly, and yeah. um, so you know, I think a lot of people wanted to see more uh, out of just movement. You know what I mean? And the other thing yeah. is a lot of it was very repetitive and so while i thought that was fine i could understand why some people were sort of put off by it you know what i mean that's such a shame but that's I, it I, also, I, I felt like that was one of the best yeah yeah oh see i really enjoyed it and i faved it as well um and yeah. i followed the artist who made it so i did as well so mr joey prosser you have made two followers from this <laughs> this video I mean, that kind of stuff is definitely right up our alley, though. I mean, that's yeah, like exactly. that's the kind of stuff I like to see on Newgrounds, you know what I mean? Exactly, because I, I look in the top five, like, what's in the top five today? This is uh, January 19th for recording, and, um, well, today it seems to be more um, original stuff, but usually it's more like um, Robin's Deathbed, like that came out recently. Just more takes on popular culture stuff, and I, I prefer the weird original stuff, like uh, Hey Buddy. So that's why. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is on Newgrounds, um, either works by or clones of specific people tend to be the most popular. And by specific people, I'm talking like Egoraptor or his style, or like Spaz Kid, Psychic Pebbles. They kind of defined what the mainstream Newgrounds taste is. And, uh, I suppose so, yeah. And and don't get me wrong, I like a lot of their animations too, but the stuff that I like to see on Newgrounds is, like you were saying, the really weird, original, off-the-wall kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, I think the reason in particular why I don't, I don't follow the mainstream is because, well, I haven't actually seen any of Psychic Pebbles. I think I, that one animation you did, Get Out of My Car... I think yeah. that's the only psychic pebbles I've seen. So the reason why I'm not with the mainstream isn't because I'm I'm anti-mainstream. It's because I haven't seen any of those movies. So I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll watch them and then it'll influence my taste. But for now, I like stuff like Hey Buddy, and I have uh, one other movie on my favorites. And uh, Goodell, I think I'm, uh, you know what I'm talking about here. It's The Squid Show. Oh. <laughs> I watched it this morning, actually, just a few moments before we started recording for the first time, and it was it was beautiful. It was exactly what a Newgrounds collab should be. Yeah, it's just, it's definitely very very Newgrounds. It's got small time Newgrounds artists written all over it. Yeah, and you were in it too. I you wasn't. were um, what was it? Larry's lobotomies. Uh, I made Larry's lobotomies, uh, and I. I also I voiced Bicko the bird for um, for Polywall's part. Oh, uh, yes, you know, the Bicko. Thing that I did Who with can Burford. forget <laughs> um, that poor bird? And the uh, whoever was I, I think Mikkel was directing it, but I mean whoever did the uh, the credits in that put Barf Bart on Larry's lobotomies and not on uh, Bicko the bird, which is funny because I did Larry's lobotomies alone and he was involved in Bicko the Bird he did the editing so it's, <laughs> anyway it oh, doesn't it weird. doesn't matter though I mean everybody yeah. everybody got in there but, in the credits so yeah this is great this is fantastic it's definitely one of my favorites now 
So, so uh, I, I do have some things to say about it. Um, all right. Basically, I didn't know anything about it, what it was going to be. I just got a message on Newgrounds from the person running it, and was they were just like, hey, we we really like Float and Stream, and we would like to have some of your work in this collab we're doing. I was like, yeah, okay, sure, what do you need us to do? And they wanted us to make little advertisements to like fill the commercial breaks. Uh, which, <laughs> now that I've seen it, turns out the commercial breaks are almost the entire thing. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, so I went to the Flood on Stream Discord, I told everybody what was going on, and the only person who uh, seemed like they wanted to be involved in it was Polywall. And so, you know, I started talking to him and we were planning on what to do and figured out all of our, all of our ideas and everything. And then we took a very long time in getting back to the people running it. I did eventually <laughs> join their discord server and I, yeah. I, I don't want to, you know, I, I no hard feelings or anything, but I was very put off by their discord server for a number of reasons. Um, and I didn't feel super comfortable in it. So I only like put updates about what Polywall and I were doing, and then once I sent them the stuff that we had made, I left the server. And that leads me to how I feel about the final Squid Show. Overall, I think it's really cool. There's a lot of stuff in it that's, that is really good. Um, I am a little bit put off by some of the content, um, particularly like all the gay jokes kind of make me uncomfortable. Um, just because like, there's, for example, there's that one part where they're doing the interview with the person with the twisty arm, and yeah, uh, and then he starts humping squid. Uh, the yeah, squid yeah, man's but the, face. the but see, the implication there is that gay men are like always sexually fueled, and that everybody <laughs> they see they want to have sex with, and I'm just kind of like, um, I don't know about that. But for the most part, there's a lot of good stuff in it. It's it was definitely yeah. fun to do, and it was fun to watch. So, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't take that kind of stuff seriously. I, I thought it was it was just... I mean, the whole thing is very surreal and outlandish, and so I felt like that wasn't... So to start suddenly basing it in reality is, was like just not even a thought in my head. Sure, and that's, so a fair, I mean, and that's a fair assessment. I was just saying from my own perspective. Yeah, and that's all right, I feel. But I mean, I, I, in general, I, I really enjoyed this video. It definitely stood out amongst all the other submissions. Yeah. So, uh, one thing on Newgrounds that I would like to spotlight is, uh, this, this, uh, user Imperial Scribe. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with Imperial Scribe? I am not. Is it in the top five scribe. today, actually. I think it's the number three. Let me check again. Um, right, the yeah, the num number three. So Imperial Scribe makes, um, historical and, like, informational videos. And they're all, you know, original, and he covers some really interesting topics, and what I like about it is that there's not a whole lot of other stuff like that on Newgrounds. And it, oh, yeah. you know, wasn't he in the top five? Um, like he was in the top five like twice one day, I think. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that that because cool he made if he, he made other he's made other videos like this. Yeah, yeah. He's got. Remember that was weird. I saw two, um, like battle videos in the top five, and they were both by him. And I was like, oh my god. I'm looking at his trophies right now, and it doesn't look like he has it at two on the same day. Weird. Unless, uh, he's got one on the 14th, one on the 16th, and one on the 17th. It's possible that they, like, one passed judgment on its first day of being uploaded. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, so yeah. I, I just, I, I really like his content. I think it's really, really interesting uh, subject matters. It's got a bunch of videos about uh, like war history or naval history and stuff like that. And I, I find that uh, they're very enjoyable. They're, they're a, a palatable length. They're pretty short, um, but still, you know, packed full of information. I, and I, like I said, I think, I think part of what makes it stand out to me is that it's so unique from, from Newgrounds to yeah. have something like that and I really enjoy that yeah that's interesting I'll have to check him out after this uh anything else um any, Newgrounds any wise Newgrounds I, that, that's about everything on my end um definitely the best upload of the week uh is uh Liphead's Little Cowboy <laughs> oh by far you know actually I gave that one star I I thought for sure that thing was gonna be blammed. I I was like, no, this is Newgrounds. This is where serious animators come. And if if all you can do is trace your own lips, then this guy doesn't deserve to be on the website at all. So I I blame that shit. I blame that shit to hell. All right, fair enough. <laughs> no no argument there. Yeah, I'm not. I am not looking forward to this man's next video. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, I am making uh, two more videos for this month. Um, tomorrow, I will be releasing a music video for uh, one of my songs called Insomnia. Uh, it's a song I made actually last year, but it's something I've wanted to do for a while now, and I finally just lip-synced in front of a green screen, and I'm putting it together, and the video is coming out tomorrow. So I'll finally have a music video for that song. Cool, that's exciting. Yeah, and um, I've already written and started recording for the next Lipheads video. It'll be called Classroom, or some variant of that name, and it'll be coming out the Sunday afterwards. How exciting, very cool. Yeah. Way to be uh, producing lots of content real quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. It's going to be very cool. And I am looking forward to next time we record Goodell. And those of you who follow my production blog will know, next week I will be free from my slightly more than minimum wage job. Oh, yeah? I will be free. I turned in my two weeks um, less than two weeks ago, and they're making me work every day until... I get out of there, and once I get out of there, I will be free. I will be a free man. Yeah, that's exciting. I remember. Uh, from the man. I remember quitting my first job. I did it like four months before I had planned to, because I was going to work until my last my last year of high school was over, like until I graduated. Yeah. Um, and a couple months before that, so I was going to work there for a whole year, but eight months in, I was just like, you know what? No. No more of this. I worked at a shoe store. Oh, what did you I, do at a shoe store? I, I mean, I was just a minimum wage employee of a shoe store. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, and the day, so I put in my two weeks, and then the day, the last day of work, I finished working, and I went, wow. And I took my ID card, and I snapped it in half, and I just, like, that immense rush of freedom was really something. So I'm sure... I'm sure I can understand what you're, uh, how you're feeling, what you're, what you're thinking. Wow, that's awesome. That's that's a momentous occasion right there. I've actually, is. this is the first time. I, this is my third job, and um, this is like the only time I've actually been able to turn into two weeks. The first job I had, I was a dishwasher at a pizza joint, 
a horrible pizza joint, but people seem to love to go there for some reason. I don't know why. It was awful. I made like $7.50 an hour. Um, I couldn't, there was no time to eat. All I could eat were like the, the scraps of burnt pizza. So I was always hungry and always like hangry. And um, I took a school leave for a month. And uh, two weeks into it, I was like, you know what? I, am, I do not want to go back to this job. So I turned in my two weeks notice quietly and I never went back. <laughs> and uh, my second job, I was a dishwasher slash busboy at a Mexican joint. And I thought it'd be a great idea because I've eaten at this restaurant for 13 years, ever since I was like a little kid. And I loved it. And nothing sounded better than working at this place and having all I could ever want, every, all, all the free food I could want from this place. And I was like, yes, this is the job for me. Three months into it, uh, every time I'd eat it, I, my stomach would just like just <laughs> blow up in my face. I was not happy with the food. And as soon as that happened, I was like, this job isn't worth it anymore. Because that's, that's the only reason why I joined was for the free food. And right. when the free food doesn't like you back, there's a problem. Right. So I turned in my two weeks. But the boss, the, the guy, it's a very family-run restaurant. And he's very efficient. Very efficient. So when I turned in my two weeks um, on a Friday, and I was off the weekend, and I tried coming back Monday, and he called me. He's like, oh, don't bother. We already got you covered. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I, I didn't come back there either. I tried eating there again once more, I think last week, but it just didn't work. I have <laughs> ruined my childhood restaurant forever. And it's uh, nothing more sad. Conversely to that, my girlfriend used to work at an Indian place, and uh, the oh. co- she wasn't supposed to get food, but the cooks would sneak her food every night. Yeah. And uh, that was great. We had Indian food for dinner every night, and it was amazing the whole time. And it's still amazing. It's still my favorite restaurant. So That's awesome. I am so happy that it did not blow up in her face <laughs> like it did mine. Right. Oh, so first freedom, jobs. freedom inbound, and uh, what are you what are you gonna do once you've got your freedom? Well, the reason why I'm quitting, besides the fact that I don't like my job anymore, is I have my budget for my feature-length film, Talentless. Yeah. So once I quit, I'll be able to more easily focus. I'm already buying props for it. I've demoed some songs. Um, I only need a, I think one or two roles left to cast. And um, this time next month, I hope to start rehearsing and maybe even shooting. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, I'm, uh, thank you. I'm very excited. Very excited. Uh, so how about you, Goodell? What's going on on your end? Um, I mean, nothing new, really. Just same stuff as uh, you've asked me in the last two episodes. I'm still just doing float on stream all the time yeah I'm, uh, oh, i mean speaking of speaking of float on stream are you uh, are you doing something for the first episode uh yeah i've been meaning to it's just i've been busy at work and that's another thing once i finally get out of my horrible 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 job i'll be able to work for the uh first episode of float on stream for the second season cool sounds good do you uh do you know what you're gonna be doing for it don't don't spoil but yeah no i, I have a i have a little idea i've, wrote, I've written a script and, and stuff okay Cool. All right, so I just good. got a storyboard and stuff. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. Working on Flood and Stream all the time. I'm about to start working on my parts for the second episode. I had hoped to do that earlier, but I've been kind of waiting to see what other people are doing for the first episode before I really get into it. Oh, by the way, yeah. the, uh, uh, the... I don't want to 
say the theme, but the fourth Ooh. episode of the season is going to be directed by Will. So that's exciting. Oh, hey. Yeah, that's awesome. Will, Will's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he messaged me last night asking if uh, anybody was directing it yet and i said no and i'm excited to see what he's got for it he says that a lot of his animations for it are going to be uh just like transition pieces so it should work out perfectly yeah awesome yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome I'm, I'm even more excited now even more excited to get out of my job so i can work <laughs> on flow downstream yeah so uh outside of that um i'm not really doing a whole lot i <laughs> i recently got a switch as a gift oh, hey. and so how I'll, is the switch a lot of my time has been spent in hyrule lately <laughs> <laughs> uh the switch is amazing it's um i i i figure the the thought of a console that's both portable and a home console seems pretty pretty basic pretty like obvious but i gotta say it's it's revolutionary it's amazing i i love my switch that is that is fantastic. I don't think I've played a video game in years. Yeah. I it, it's just actually I, I have my birthday coming up, and I think the one thing one of the things I put on my birthday list was a PS2, because that was that was a whole era of my life where I would spend my time playing video games on the PS2 and stuff. Yeah. But then I still, things I still got have expensive. My PS2. <laughs> you had to get new consoles. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the PS2 was just a great console. Yeah. You had yeah, it really games was on that thing. You yeah, had last Sly Cooper. You had The Sims. So yeah, last uh, last summer I I took a bunch of time to because I had just moved back to my hometown and um, I had my old consoles at my mom's place. So I was like, I'm gonna you know revisit some of these old games and uh, it was yeah. it was yeah very fun. See, I and I'm kind of the same way in the sense that uh, I I don't have or at least up until I got the Switch uh, uh, for Christmas. Um, I didn't have any current gen consoles. Yeah. Um, the only like games that I had been playing were like I, I play uh, I play a lot of games on Newgrounds, especially games that are under judgment because I oh, yeah. I try to get those blam and protect points. Um But uh, I'd played a couple games on the computer, just little stuff. I mean things like uh, you know the game Binding of Isaac by Edmund McMillan? Yeah, no, I, I remember that game coming out. Yeah, um, and it's, I mean, it's fairly old now, but I, I still played that every now and then. But yeah, now that I have a Switch, I, uh, I've been enjoying some games for sure. Noise. Yeah, see, uh, the Newgrounds and Flash games are about the only games I play nowadays just because they're, they're free, for one, and, I mean, it takes all of maybe an hour because I, I like spending my time, like, making stuff or feeling somewhat productive. So, yeah, me too. But, I mean, me every, too. every once in a while, a Flash game, when you're bored, there's nothing better. And see, I, I remember the I, days I of often, addicting I often find myself wishing that I um, was more productive, but um, I don't necessarily always have the energy or the idea to do anything. And yeah. so. I mean, productive uh, is a very. Subjective word. I mean, like, you could make something and feel very proud of it, then come back to it the next day and, and just be like, this is a complete piece of shit. This didn't help me whatsoever. Why did I spend so much time on this? And then you just do something else. Um, yeah. Like, I've, I, I have to get back into the groove of writing songs because I want to start making an, another album. 
and it, it's hard. It, it, it's, it is it, it for is, sure. It's extremely hard. Like even I, uh, if you come up with something, it's just. Back when we were working on those those songs we did, I had my whole oh, yeah. room set up for for recording setups, and I you know I had all my instruments out and everything was ready to go. It was just pick up and play. Um, but anytime that I wasn't working on something with you, I just I couldn't do it. I just nothing was nothing was coming out. I'd, I'd put down a little drum beat and I'd try to play something over it, and it would just end up being like, "This is garbage. Why am I even doing this?" And I'd put it away and. Yeah. Uh, and so now I everything's put away. All my instruments are here in the closet, and uh, I haven't done any music for weeks now, just because like I yeah. feel like I don't remember how, in a lot of ways. I'm 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 kind of with you right there. I mean, because I, I I what I find sometimes that helps is going back to other projects that you've done that you're you're proud of. Like I I started I re-listened to my album Prototype. And I'm listening to this, and I'm like, how the hell did I come up with this stuff? Like, one song in particular, Splendid Man, I came up with that song in, like, ten minutes. And I'm like, that's still so much better than anything I'm, I'm coming up with right now. So, I, I, it's just, you, you gotta get through the, all the crap to finally get to the good stuff. But it's just getting through the crap, that's the hard part. Yeah, yeah, I suppose Or sometimes so. even, like, if, if you have an old unfinished song or something, going back to that and finishing it that can sometimes help put you in the I've got right like, mindset. I've got like dozens of unfinished projects that just are are nothing. It's like things that I wish were something but are not anything. Yeah. No, oh god, I have I have maybe even hundreds of like riffs that I would just play and then forget about for for years. Right. And I mean some of that stuff turned into stuff like like Last Pixel Day. Um I did a song for Last Pixel Day and that was a theme I had for like a year. And I never really did anything with it, and I, I so I turned it into a, a pixely song. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Oh yeah, I saw, I saw a movie. Uh, I what? think yeah, the other day, I saw a movie, and the name of that movie was Pulp Fiction. Oh okay, okay. I'm on a Quentin Tarantino kick right now, and I finally. Got the motivation to see Pulp Fiction, and I do not regret it. Yeah? Pulp Fiction was a very, very good movie, and it was interesting, too, because it was so out of chronological order, yet it hit all the right beats. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, definitely the uh, the narrative format of Pulp Fiction is, is very interesting in and of itself. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it, it's, it, it's so weird how Quentin Tarantino can make something as brutal as accidentally shooting a man in your back seat <laughs> so hilarious I know. the whole time you're laughing <laughs> even though this guy's dead <laughs> and Samuel Jackson's just like you're cleaning up the brains I'm not doing this <laughs> Jules is a classic it's yeah. just oh yeah, yeah he's uh, love it he did, he did a really good job in that movie oh. he did and, and John Travolta too I can yep. see because um, I, I heard the whole story of how he only had like one month left on his actor's union card and this was gonna be his final audition and if he didn't make it then he was gonna retire from acting. But I mean, watching this movie you forget that it's uh, what's his face from Saturday Night Fever or Grease. Cause yeah. I mean, he does a good job. He, did a, yeah. he did, honestly did a good job. So I mean, thumbs up. Yeah, for real. I, I, uh, I've always really enjoyed that movie for sure. Yeah. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check out some more Tarantino. That's all there is to it. I still want to watch uh, Inglorious Bastards. I've never seen, and I've always wanted to. Nice. Is is that on Netflix? I don't know. I don't if know. If it is, I'll have to. Because I, I remember at one point it was, but you know, Netflix they just keep, they they put on stuff and then they take it out just as quick. So right. We'll have to see if it is. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. See, my issue is that uh, this is actually kind of related to what we were talking about before. Is that I almost never watch movies because they're frankly too long. Um, and I know that sounds <laughs> strange, but know, it's just I, that I know that's exact same thing. I I have to watch movies because I want to be a filmmaker. So what do you do? You watch movies, but then my brain's like, that's just that's too much time. You could you there's you so could much be more doing you could something. Do yeah, exactly. Watch movies. Exactly. <laughs> It's like I, I would I, I almost always would rather be doing something. And in fact that's that's actually part of why uh, I have a really hard time sitting down for two hours to watch a movie, but if I I you know, I could do, I don't so know. So funny. It really is. Yeah. Um I rarely I mean, find it, that I regret just, watching a film. It's just that I, I have a hard time convincing myself that it's something I should do. Yeah, it's just getting past that inertia to watch the movie but once you get past that usually the movie is really good like pulp fiction it took me forever my mom had to be sitting there and i was like <laughs> you want to watch pulp fiction and she's like yeah sure i had i had to get somebody to, to confirm it for me because i i wasn't going to watch it by myself so but i'm really glad i saw it how did your mom you, feel about pulp fiction <laughs> <laughs> uh she was she was cause somewhat indifferent to it particularly the uh, scene with gimp the oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she liked Bruce Willis taking the samurai sword and killing the the, the two gay rednecks. That was interesting. <laughs> oh, but there, okay. There was one movie though that I finally got the inertia to see. Finally watched it and was probably on the list of of maybe three or four movies that I wish I had my time back from watching them. And you know what this movie was, Goodell? What's that? Vertigo, directed by none other, none other than Alfred Hitchcock. Okay, I, I've never seen it. It's supposedly one of the one of the best movies ever made. Um, I had a DVD copy lying around for years, but I finally picked it up, watched it. I think it was like near Christmas time. Didn't like it at all. I absolutely did not like. It. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but the whole thing seemed more soap opera-y than suspenseful. Hmm. I so see. the whole thing, in in a bad way, not like in a funny trapped in the closet kind of way, but just, just not, not interesting at all. It just was a big letdown. Yeah. Well, so, that's a shame. Um, yeah. So I mean, but I mean, I know people love this movie, and I can kind of see from a directorial perspective why. Um, you know, the whole famous vertigo shot. Um, either you move the camera forward and you zoom out, or you move the camera back and zoom in to give it a weird vertigo effect. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a great innovation in and of itself. Mm-hmm. That's countless number of movies have used that effect. But yeah. I mean, story-wise, that it just didn't didn't hit with me. I want a film that's the entire two hours of the movie is that effect. And it's just, it's like a regular movie, it's got characters, dialogue, everything, but that's always happening, and it's just about a guy who's sick. <laughs> you should do that, you should you should make that. I don't have enough hard drive space to make a two-hour movie. 
Uh, that'll be interesting with me too. I don't think I have enough either. So the, the store hours and hours of footage takes a lot of storage space. Yeah, part of your uh, part of your budget better be going to a external hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's that's like another thousand dollars right there. I'm sure you can get one for cheaper than that. Oh, I can get one, but it, it depends on how much footage I'm shooting. I might have to buy multiple. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, so that's all I've got uh, movie-wise. You uh, got anything music that you're listening to? Anything cool on that end? Um, not in particular. I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately. But uh, how about yourself? I I picked up a good uh, vinyl purchase. I got a really good record store near me, and they have like weird, obscure, and indie records. Mm-hmm. And they just stocked in some represses of the residents. Oh. So, I know. I that's picked awesome. up. Uh, I picked up Duck Stab on yes, vinyl. Or technically, it's it's Duck Stab and Buster and Glenn, but it's just advertising. That is Duck Stab. great. That's great awesome. Album. You got Hello Skinny. You got Constantinople. Man, I, it, Skinny, I Skinny was born in a bathtub, and he never <laughs> even looked at lights. Poor Skinny. Doom, doom. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, I love the residents. That's awesome. But I'm glad the that residents you got are that. so hard to find. Yeah, for at real. any local store or anything. I think the yeah. only other residents purchase I have is somehow someone uh, put up Icky Flicks, the DVD with all their music videos, mm-hmm. and this was at a used bookstore, and that was the only, only thing that was residents there. And so I, I, I swiped that mother, and I watched that thing. That was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. There's a video clip on it, and it's like the residents, and they're singing uh, "We Are the World" in front of a of a blue screen, <laughs> like the like the song "We Are the World," but it's like a really warped version of it, and it's live, so like people are watching this, mm-hmm. and it it's it's very surreal. I love it. One of my favorite things like that that the residents did was uh, their cover of um, uh, what is it, "Burning Love," where they're like dressed up in cowboy outfits with like lights in their eyes and mouths (laughs) and and it's just like a really like out of tune (laughs) spacey rendition of burning love (laughs) and their dance their dance moves are like just (laughs) wacky i don't know it's very bizarre it is. They um, re-released uh, Eskimo and the commercial album recently as preserved editions. So it's like the luxe editions of both albums. And I'm going to have to snatch those guys up. Yeah, I that have sounds cool. The, I have the preserved edition of the third Reich and Roll. And that, <laughs> that was, in of itself, was really cool to have. Yeah. Because it has, I think it's their first live performance that they ever did. And they all dressed up like mummies. And it's like, it's like a 40-minute tape. And it's them, and it's like, well, it's not actually one of their first live performance, but it was like one of their early ones, and it it was it's just all over the place. It's crazy. That sounds fun. I love yeah. the Resonance. Yeah, me too. Absolutely love them. Speaking of uh, vinyl collections, though, I recently uh, was invited to my grandmother's house to uh, sift through her old records. Yeah. And uh, that day, I basically doubled my collection size. I'm at about sixty or seventy now, uh, nice. which is pretty cool. Uh, the the big takeaway from that, like the the gem, the the cream of the crop of that of that find, was um, an original copy of Michael Jackson's Thriller, and I'm pretty excited oh, to have that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy, 
Yeah, that, that was a fun find for sure. That is awesome. I, I I love Michael Jackson. That was I think Michael Jackson actually probably got me into music just because his music was so multi-layered and stuff, and the way <laughs> that it just kind of came to him was really really cool. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that was a cool cool experience and now i've got yeah. a bunch of that a lot of the other stuff that i picked up was just like old country a lot of like um some johnny cash and <laughs> an odd amount of willie nelson but <laughs> <laughs> already goodell the willie nelson collector <laughs> all right That's, hold on that is awesome <laughs> what was that what the Oh, the, what, the what? game, the game buzzer. It's, what it, does that mean? It's time for a game. What, well, today's what game, are you doing? Today's game works like this. We're going to each pick five characters that we're both familiar with, and we're going to do the best <laughs> voice impressions that we can oh, from no. memory, no reference, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna see who gets uh, gets the most points. Why are you doing this? So you have to pick the character <laughs> first. <laughs> Give me the the character you're most comfortable <laughs> imitating. You got like all 10 right. seconds. Come I, on, pick one. I have one. I have one. I have Let's one. Let's go. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, go. Alright. I think uh, I think you got that point. Alright. Alright. Uh, so I, I pick a character. Alright, alright. Uh, alright, all right, uh, let's see. I want I want Goofy. Goofy? Yep. Alright, you go. Alright. Gorsh! Let's hear it. I don't know if I'm gonna make it through this. I, I, uh, you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta, right, you right, must. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> yup. Oh gosh, man. Uh, <laughs> you, I'm giving. You I'm got giving that, that point. You got that point. Okay, you got all right, it. You pick a character. All right, all right. Uh, uh, Patrick Star. There you go. Patrick okay. Star. All right. Go. I'm trying to think of a good Patrick Star quote, but nothing's coming to me. No, 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 no. Don't fail me. Don't fail me. I'm looking up Patrick Star quotes. No reference. Come on. Maybe a story will cheer you up. Once upon a time, there was an ugly barnacle. He was so ugly that everyone died. The end. Hello? Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. Glass. I don't know on that one. I, 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 I'd say we're tied. I'd say we're tied. tied. Okay, I'll get yeah, both so a we, point. We, we both have two points at this point. Yep. All right, so I picked the next character. Um, Scooby-Doo. Oh, no. Okay. Ruh-roh, Raggy. <laughs> Gotta do more than that. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, <laughs> uh... 
Yeah, Scooby Snacks. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Oh. All right, all right. Uh -oh. Scooby Dooby Doo. God, <laughs> this is not gonna. <laughs> you win. You got it. Okay. All right. All right. So we're at. So we're at three four to there. two. Uh, your turn to pick a character. All right. Oh God damn you, Goodell. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Okay, then I got another one if you're uh, if you're still thinking. I've 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 got I've got one. It's gonna be a hard one though. You got you ready? Yep. Bender bending Rodriguez. Okay. He's just so hard. E. B. Rodriguez. <laughs> Alright. Why did I pick the hardest character I can think of? Why did I pick Oh. Bite my shiny metal. Okay, no, that's not gonna work. This is not. This is not. Bite my. This is the horse impression. Uh, okay, all right. Bite on, my shiny metal ass. <laughs> there we go. That's my Bender impression. I'm forty percent Bender. That still sounded better than mine. God. <laughs> all right, you got the point. All right, all right. Uh, okay, so my character this time is actually a two-parter. This character right. is. Uh, and I don't know if actually you're familiar, but I, I hope so. This right. character is actually two characters. It's going to be both Rick and Morty. I'm familiar with it. All right. All right. So I'm, I go first because I picked it? Yes. yes you do. All right. <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. Wh 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 what's, what's going on in here? <clears throat> Morty, you gotta... Morty, you're really gonna have to get, get in that. Uh, wh wh what is it? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a vaporizer, Morty. We're gonna vape ya. That was pretty good. Not gonna lie. Alright. <laughs> uh -huh. Morty. Morty, get, get over here. Oh, Rick, Rick, what do you, what do you want? Rick, Morty. Uh, you... <laughs> <laughs> God, good hell, you win. Okay, <laughs> this is I. I I'm you, the world knows I can't do voice impressions now. Apparently, neither of us can do voice impressions. <laughs> Five out of two. I uh, think I think it's yeah, safe think, to say. Yeah, we'll call it. Good <laughs> You congratulations. Good this game. was this was. Oh God, this was awful. This, uh, I don't know if I'll be able to recover from this. This is going to, uh, jeez, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at work. I'm going to be working. I'll just suddenly remember my, my Bender impression and just start <laughs> cringing. I'm going to start working on my Bender impression at work. I'm going to start talking to people like Bender and be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> this is my like, Bender it's, impression. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Bender. It's B.B. Rodriguez. What's I don't get it. What's the issue? <laughs> uh, see, Amazing. I actually have to take the time to work on an impression if I want to do it. Right. I should have done right. like I should have done like Kiff or something like something easy like that. Like, <laughs> so so that's I don't a, think that's very wise. Oh, that one was good. See, because he's so easy to do because he's such a little wimp. 
Uh, just like you? Exactly. <laughs> there we go. Oh, so, uh, good out. That's a good uh, transition to talking about cartoons. Okay. Um, and I did, I I did bring up uh, for for any of you listening the uh, I, we were talking about maybe talking about some Cartoon Network or Adult Swim type of stuff. But it seems like there's a bit of a disparity where I know a bit more about Cartoon Network and Little Box knows a bit more about uh, Adult Swim. So I'm not exactly sure how the conversation's going to work, but I, I would like to talk about those things. All right, um, let's give it a try. In particular, I'll go ahead and start uh, talking about Cartoon Network because uh, w- one of the things that motivates me to do what I do and kind of inspires me to or to just sort of know what I want to do with my life in a sense is um, a- an era of cartoons that's uh, sort of just coming to an end recently. Um, but the era started with the cartoon The Misadventures of Flapjack. Are you familiar with that? I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. Okay, well, I, I strongly recommend that you do, because it's right. uh, it's by far one of my favorite cartoons that's ever been made. And it was created by this guy, Thurup Van Orman, and I I would strongly recommend to you to right now just look up Thurup Van Orman. And, uh, How do you take spell a, that? I'll send it to you. Uh, the first the first image that comes up on, uh, on Google. On Google oh, here we go. Yeah, I found it. Um... This guy made a show about a cartoon adventurer, and he is 100% a real-life adventurer, and that's what makes it so fun for me. Like, Thurup Van Orman is incredible, and his his voice is amazing. He does a great voice for Flapjack, and he's also a voice for a number of other characters. Lil Gideon from uh, from um, Gravity Falls. Gravity as Falls, well. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so this era of cartoons particularly on Cartoon Network that I'm talking about, started with Thurup Van Orman's show, uh, The Misadventures of Flapjack. Amazing show with an unfortunately short lifespan. Like, I really wish that it got to run for a couple more seasons, because it was amazing, and it never, never felt boring, even though it was a little bit formulaic, the formula worked, and it was beautiful, the art style was amazing, I enjoyed every bit of it, it's hilarious, it's just, it's really well done. Um, but the people that worked on that show, uh, are an interesting set of people. So of course there's Thurup Van Orman, and then, uh, some other people that worked on that show were J.G. Quintel, Alex Hirsch, and, uh, Pendleton Ward. And those people went on to make their own shows, regular show, Gravity Falls, and Adventure Time, respectively. And each of those shows takes from the style and you know the humor and stuff like that from flapjack and turns it into their own thing with their own world and all of those shows are also amazing and and so it's it's those those people and their work that really um that really just motivates me to do what I do even though you know my own work is not particularly similar to any of theirs pr- probably because I don't feel like I could do anything as good as they ever like I don't think I could do as good as they did but um it's I just I love their work and it's part of the reason why I myself make animations because I'm just I'm so impressed by what they did that's really cool. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll definitely I, check out this show. Yeah, definitely check out Flapjack. I think it's only like like th- 
two and a half seasons long. Um, oh, and the yeah. episodes are really short. It's it's totally worth it. I also maybe if you want, I, I can send you some links to my favorite episodes. So oh you yeah, can just kind of get a feel for it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll um, definitely check those out. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my little my the short version of my Cartoon Network rant. Um, I'm just I'm a really big fan of those shows. Cool. Well, now I'm gonna go on an Adult Swim rant here. Yeah, please. So please it's kind kind of similar to yours. Um, it's kind of it kind of parallels with yours. So Adult Swim. Essentially, the whole humor behind it kind of started with a show called Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Um, it was a show that, that like, literally it would cut out um, pieces from the show called Space Ghost, which was an actual late 60s Hanna-Barbera cartoon. And um, they dubbed voices over it and um, made it into, like, a talk show where Space Ghost was a completely incompetent host. And um, they'd get, like, actual people to... to in on like a TV screen like they had Matt Groening, um, Bobcat, what's his face on and this was like early 90s here so they, and they were interviewing all these real people but it was an animated space ghost and it wasn't even like a real cartoon they were just like literally cutting out from episodes actual episodes and from that show I mean it literally it sparked a whole whole different genre of TV shows that Adult Swim's based off of um, couple of like the producers and writers from the show went on to make Aqua Teen Hunger Force which is very similar in style it, it, like the character designs and animation is very very simple and from there you get into 12 ounce mouse which gets even more archaic and simple but all three of those shows especially 12 ounce mouse 12 ounce mouse is definitely the reason why I keep animating just because just look up 12 ounce mouse um, images of the thing you can tell the guy that made the show, and he'd worked on Space Ghost and Aquatine Hunger Force, can't draw worse shit. And so all the characters look horrible. Horrible. But there's a there's a weird, surreal storyline going behind it, and it, it compels you after the first like couple of episodes. That you, like, you have to keep watching. And it's amazing. I love it. And those kind of shows definitely help to inspire me to make um, what I do, because I, as I've said before, I really can't draw worth crap either but seeing shows like 12 ounce mouse and aquacy hunger force um succeed in the way that they did even m succeed probably very loosely like maybe an underground success but s still i i consider them really good shows and i hope i can someday do something on that level using what little art knowledge i have yeah yeah for sure i i definitely understand that um Back when I was in high school, I might have I might have uh, said this before, but my art style for my animations then was just straight up scribbles. I would just take my my drawing pad and scribble on it until it looked like something. <laughs> and yeah. so I did, I did the exact same thing. Uh, <laughs> I did that all throughout middle school and high school because you know you'd have to take notes and it was really boring. So I just do it on the sides. If it right. made a shape, I would connect the dots and and. <laughs> like, this is a person, even though it looked like a freaking piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, I understand that. The, uh, most of the Adult Swim that I've seen, I've watched a lot of Off the Air. Um, and that's arguably my favorite Adult Swim show. 
when I was a kid, I watched a lot of Family Guy, and that was airing on uh, off, uh, on Adult Swim at the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it still is. Probably. It There's be, a. Yeah. One of my favorite things about Adult Swim is their uh, their commercials are often very bizarre. Um, for example, I remember being in high school and being awake at like three in the morning for no discernible reason, and uh, just Adult Swim was just on on my television late at my room, uh, late at night in my room, and I look over at the screen and it's just like a zombie, like sticking his tongue out and going. Bleh, 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 bleh. And it was just, it was, first of all, horrifying, because I had no idea why it was happening, and I was pretty <laughs> sure I was being haunted. Um, but it's like, that's exactly the kind of thing that Adult Swim would do. I mean, it's... It, it, it's perfect. It's it's kind of yeah, like the mainstream counterculture channel. Yeah. There was a, there was one, one commercial where they're uh, talking about the fact that you can watch Adult Swim shows on their website and yeah. uh, the commercial starts out with like there's just some weird like visual imagery going on it's like a guy meditating with like patterns and stuff and um, the, <laughs> the narrator for the commercial says something like a few years ago we said that the internet could never replace TV that was the acid talking and it just goes into talking about how it's all on the internet now but it's just like uh you wouldn't see that ad on any other no, channel you definitely would not and that's that's why i love it now i will say the one show that i've given somewhat of a chance to on adult swim but don't like really don't like do you know what show this is no I'll give you I'll give you one guess. Is it Squidbillies? No, I I'd say that this is not this uh, this is still not quite as good. I don't know. Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, you don't like Rick and Morty? I've I've give I've seen the first few episodes. I it just I couldn't keep watching it. And then I was over at a friend's house and uh, he's like, "You want to see an episode of Rick and Morty?" And I said, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Then I see uh, I see Pickle Rick, mm. and I've heard from people that do like the show. That's one of the worst episodes. But yet that's oh, yeah. all. Like uh, like for like a good two months, people would just be like, "I'm Pickle Rick," mm. and so I figured, okay, that's a good place to start. And it no. just no, I, yeah, that's <laughs> I, the thing with the Pickle Rick joke is I'm pretty sure it's it exists as a spit to the face of <laughs> everybody. Like they. they <sighs> Justin Roiland knows that Pickle Rick isn't funny. I, I, <laughs> I'm sure of that. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I mean, because with most shows, they have uh, most comedic shows like Family Guys and stuff. They do, they do, um, like they had the whole shootout in that episode, and you know, mostly it's satire and this kind of stuff. But this just seemed like it was taking itself way too seriously. Like the whole point where Pickle Rick has the shootout at the in the office building, it just. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be funny, but it just seemed like it was taking itself way too seriously. I just couldn't get into it. What I'll say is I do think that's a bad episode to try to get into it. With. Right. Um, but I'll also say that I, I used to really like Rick and Morty in high school. Like I, I watched the first two seasons basically religiously. I was really, really into it. The third season, while a lot of it was honestly better, I 
just I didn't get into it as much. I don't remember very much from the third season even, and um, I've sort of lost interest. And I I think part of that is due to, I mean I don't want to sound like a hipster saying the fan base is bad and I liked it before it was cool, but something about I don't know it's it's something about the fact that that Rick and Morty fans now will like cling on to stuff like that like. I'm Pickle Rick, as yep. opposed to they're they're more more autistic twelve year olds than not. It's just like I don't know. And the thing is, the fan base shouldn't ruin something for me. I in some ways I feel like I don't know. The other thing is, I'm a big fan of Justin Roiland too, and Dan Harmon. Like I love Community, and from Justin Roiland, I I think he's a fantastic voice actor. I love a lot of the stuff that he did before that. I also really like Lemon Grab from Adventure Time. Um, and so I, I think they are really good, and I do like Rick and Morty, but I okay. rarely talk about the fact that I like Rick and Morty. <laughs> I mean, like, going back to what you said about a fan base shouldn't ru- ruin something, it does, though. It, it can. It definitely can, especially on the internet. Because, like, I was really into Ed's World for a while, and then I started checking out the Ed's World fandom, and it was just not good. Just, <laughs> like... I, I, it was it was essentially like a bunch of of, of autistic thirteen year olds, and they were like just repeating phrases and wondering when the show was gonna come back because the show has to come back even though they ended it. Um, and like just the weirdest fan art. Like I, I think one character in particular they made was like some background character in one of the episodes. I forgot which one, but it was like a combination of all four characters, and people are hung up on this stuff. And I'm like, it's white. And so that definitely turned me off of Ed's world for for a bit. And I can actually kind of get back a little into it now, but not that deep. I can't get yes, yeah, anymore. I, I see some similar stuff too. I used to really like Minecraft, for example, but then when Minecraft turned all into twelve year olds <laughs> making Minecraft videos on YouTube and that's like it, like that is Minecraft, I kinda just went, you know what? Nah. <laughs> we we need to make a Minecraft channel. That's what that's what we'll do. We'll pretend okay, sure. we're, we're twelve let's, year old. Let's kids. cancel the podcast and yep. switch to a, <laughs> a Minecraft. You know what? That actually could be fun, like a, a Minecraft <laughs> show satire. Yes, exactly. I'm sure there's some creative stuff you could do with that. Did you we'll ever buy- see that video on Newgrounds called uh like Minecraft Picasso or whatever? I I haven't, no. Ah, it was really good. I'll have to find it. Alright. Yeah, you gotta send me all this stuff. I'm I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, we're an hour in, so. We, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. So I guess we can uh, call it a day. This has been a, a fun episode. I'm I'm uh, glad we did it. I do think it was a, a bit less clunky than the last one. Um, yeah. So no, I, I I feel like with each episode we're getting a little smoother, and um, I think we're we're starting to finally get some somewhat of a format here. We're starting to formulate yeah. our own little unique space. Yeah, so uh, hopefully we'll uh, continue with that. And do you have anything you want to say before we close? I'm hungry. Congratulations. Congratulations and celebrations. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye!